Welcome to the Newsmax Daily for Monday, January 8th, 2024. The second Monday of the new year and the second of five Mondays this month. Today is National Fourth Graders Day, established by two teachers from New Jersey, based on fourth grade being a pivotal spot in a child's life, where at nine or ten years old, they're ready to start taking on some of their own unique skills and taking on more responsibility. So, if you're in the fourth grade, have a kid in the fourth grade, or teach fourth grade, today, January the 8th, is your day. And during the overnight, while you were likely sleeping, we have ignition and liftoff of the first United Launch Alliance Vulcan rocket, launching a new era in spaceflight to the moon and beyond. Some 50 years after the first U.S. mission to the moon, the Vulcan rocket launched from Cape Canaveral here in Florida. It's an uncrewed mission carrying a robotic lunar landing as well as carrying the ashes of Star Trek creator Gene Roddenberry and several former Star Trek cast members. Yes, I said carrying the ashes of those folks. Interesting stuff, I guess, and the Trekkies probably all excited about that. The next crewed mission, the next actual crewed mission, is known as the Artemis Three. It is scheduled to happen at the end of this year. Hope you had a terrific weekend doing whatever it is you love to do on the weekends. And what a weekend it was, especially if you are a football fan. Last night, my Miami Dolphins collapsed in the fourth quarter, which allowed Buffalo to win the AFC East. Miami will now have to travel to Kansas City to play the Chiefs in the first round of the playoffs next week. Buffalo gets to play at home in Buffalo, where, of course, nobody else likes to go. As you likely know by now, the entire postseason is all set as we head for Super Bowl 58 in Las Vegas next month. With so much on the line in so many of these games, it was a wild weekend of games. So if you are a football fan, hopefully you enjoyed that. And as I've said for most of the football season, on Monday, half of the country's happy, half of the country's not. And you've probably heard people say that politics is a sport. A blood sport. And what a weekend of politics it was as well. It all started back on Friday when the Supreme Court agreed to review the decision from Colorado's high court that removed or would remove former President Donald Trump from the state's presidential primary ballot. And President Biden gave a speech about democracy and the January 6th riot at the U.S. Capitol a day before the anniversary, essentially calling All Republicans, insurrectionists, among other things, basically calling all Donald Trump supporters insurrectionists. Oh, yeah. And this all happened after that better than expected jobs report on Friday, which I discussed on Friday's show. Those three things, Biden's speech, the Supreme Court agreeing to uh, take up the decision and the jobs report, along with Trump's rallies in Iowa, set the stage for all the weekend talk shows and punditry on Newsmax and every other network. As you would imagine, the coverage varied quite a bit from network to network, with some practically orgasmic over Biden's January 6th speech. Let's start it off with Newsmax host Rob Schmidt. Joe Biden, the man coordinating the mission to remove Trump from the ballot, spoke in Valley Forge, Pennsylvania, about democracy today. Biden at an iconic Revolutionary War site commemorating January 6th, also known as Democrat Christmas, 
The annual tradition where Democrats exploit and exaggerate an unarmed riot on the steps of the Capitol for political gain. We've gotten used to it at this point. Today's location, the strangest that Team Biden could have chosen, Valley Forge is where George Washington's exhausted, frozen Continental Army banded together and found the will to continue and eventually fight off the oppressive, tyrannical British government. Joe Biden speaking at Valley Forge as he and his DOJ worked to ban the most popular candidate in America from the presidential ballot. That was just one of the many ironies of the day. Almost every single claim that Biden made today about Trump and MAGA Republicans was a clear projection. It was something to watch. Today, Joe Biden displayed his blatant political desperation, a humiliating, predictable and very generic speech. Here is just some of it. A day forever shared in our memory because it was on that day that we nearly lost America. Lost it all. Today, we're here to answer the most important of questions. Is democracy still America's sacred cause? For the first time in our history, insurrectionists had come to stop the peaceful transfer, transfer of power in America. First time. Joe Biden said today with a straight face that we nearly lost it all on January 6th. He really said that. That wasn't even the best part. Today, Joe Biden showed us the game plan for 2024, avoid the political consequences of imploding the country by fear-mongering his opponent as the most dangerous person who's ever walked the earth. Biden compared Trump to Hitler today and alleged Trump would not relinquish power if elected in 2024. Then the man who's been stuck on the same day for the past three years told the audience that Donald Trump is too fixated on the past. And then Biden told the audience his version of J6. That's Rob Schmidt, host of Rob Schmidt Tonight, 7 o'clock Eastern on Newsmax. Trump reacted to Biden's comments at the first of his rallies in Iowa. That's why Crooked Joe is staging his pathetic fear-mongering campaign event in Pennsylvania today. Did you see him? He was stuttering through the whole thing. He's going, to Bob, he's a threat to democracy. Crooked Joe cannot talk about a single issue that matters to hardworking Americans because he's failed you and he's betrayed us on every single issue. Some in the media also fawning over the better than expected jobs report that I mentioned while trying to convince you that the Biden economy is actually good for you. But not one thing has gotten better under crooked Joe Biden, under the Trump administration. Think of it, not one thing. What? Name me one thing that's gotten better. Well, inflation's gotten bigger. That's about the only thing you can say, right? What a disaster. You know, we're up almost 30% over three years. And, you know, you're not going to bring that down. They think it's down because the economy's getting bad. You know, they've made interest rates so high that the economy's getting killed right now. So, but you're not going to solve the problem where your bacon costs four times more than it cost three years ago. Numbers that are incredible, four or five times more for food and for other items. Under the Trump administration, you were better off. Your family was better off. Your neighbors were better off. Your communities were better off. And your country was better off. Other than that, you should be quite unhappy. The Trump rallies and much of the other campaigning this weekend in Iowa was all covered live on Newsmax throughout the weekend. We've had a 
great time in Iowa. We've done over 150 town halls shaking every hand. Politicians can say what they want. They can act like they get to decide, but you get to decide. Nikki Haley and Governor Ron DeSantis, who have essentially been in Iowa pretty much this entire month. Meanwhile, Donald Trump is still leading in Iowa by about 30 points. We get more from Newsmax host Lydia Serrani on Sunday Agenda. Right now, America is on the precipice of continuing this chaos, confusion, and disorder, or the return of the America we all know and love, one of peace, order, and united against those who seek to destroy us. Throughout history, America has been under attack, but never has it ever been aided and abetted by its own president. If you were watching this on MSDNC, CNN, or other legacy media outlets, they'd have you convinced by now that the boogeyman, the man trying to overthrow our government, ruin this country, is none other than President Trump, the man you see right there on your screen. But you're not watching lies and propaganda and the Biden White House right arm. You are here for the truth. And the facts are clear. It's Joe Biden who is the maestro orchestrating this epic failure. Joe Biden is the one who opened our southern border, allowing for an estimated 11 million unvetted illegals to pour in, more than the population of 17 states combined. It's Biden, Bidenomics, that has now sunk our economy to record lows where middle-class Americans can barely pay everyday bills. Those bills rising exponentially thanks to Biden's reckless energy policies. On day one, Joe Biden canceled drilling oil leases, causing not only prices to go up at the pump, Joe Biden diminished our equity, our power as a nation when he declared war on our fossil fuel industry. Democrats will tell you that it's all for climate change to save the planet. The Green New Agenda is all about another kind of green money, but not for America, it's not for me or for you. How come every road from Biden always leads back to China? China has at least 80% of the global market share in solar manufacturing capacity. The U.S. Department of Labor finding that 95% of solar panels worldwide are made up of polysilicon. Nearly half of global productions of polysilicon comes from the Zhejiang province in China, produced by the enslaved Uyghur Muslims and other Muslim minorities. The Biden White House is well aware that thousands of people there in China are being victimized all in the name of this green new hoax. Yet Trump is the tyrant here. Yeah, yeah, right, Joe. Here's a snippet of the great unifier on Friday. The choice is clear. Donald Trump's campaign is about him, not America, not you. Donald Trump's campaign is obsessed with the past, not the future. He's willing to sacrifice our democracy, put himself in power. Our campaign is different. For me and Kamala, our campaign is about America. It's about you. It's about every age and background that occupy this country. It's about the future. The future? Uh, What, a future of funding endless foreign wars, Joe? More drug poisonings, over 100,000 last year wasn't enough for you, Joe? Millions of more illegals? A future where 99% of Americans, 99%, only 1%, they can't afford to buy their own home anymore? No, Joe, I do not want that kind of present or future. That's Newsmax host Lydia Serrani on Sunday Agenda. And this is from another terrific Newsmax weekend program called America Right Now. 
For weeks now, headlines have blared about the attacks on former President Trump's ability to appear on the primary ballot in several Democratic states because he allegedly perpetrated an insurrection on January 6th, 2021. This coordinated effort by phony nonpartisan nonprofits has no legal or constitutional basis. But to those driving the campaign, that doesn't matter. Why? Who's funding some of these lawsuits? Watch. Our biggest donors are, uh, for example, the um, uh, uh, the Open Society Institute is a, a very big donor. The, and whose who's organization is that? Well, it's an it's a foundation, but it's well known to be uh, George Soros is the one who funds it. Yeah, George Soros. Freshly sunburned President Joe Biden then kicks off his reelection campaign with fresh rhetorical assaults on Mr. Trump, comparing him, of course, to Adolf Hitler and framing him as a threat to our democracy. Watch. Trump's not concerned about your future, I promise you. Trump is now promising a full-scale campaign of revenge and retribution, his words, for some years to come. They were his words, not mine. He went on to say he'd be a dictator on day one. Now, what most commentators are missing in all the sound and fury around these two strategies by the Democrat socialists is that they're not really about Trump as much as you might think. Mr. Biden and his angry army of acolytes aren't just attacking their preferred candidate, Mr. Trump. They are, in fact, attacking tens of millions of Americans. They are training their infrastructure and dollars on diminishing every American's faith in the entire political system. We know socialists are doing this in our schools and universities, and we know that the left-wing corporate media is complicit in this as well, Expect the 2024 campaign to put it all on steroids. That's Tom Basile, host of America Right Now, Saturday mornings at 9 Eastern on Newsmax. Tom mentioned the Donald Trump dictator comments, right? But I also said to him, right, and then I'm not going to be a dictator. And on one day, I said, one day, we're going to stop the invasion of our country, number one, and we're going to become energy independent. We're going to drill, baby, drill. And then I said... And then I'm not going to be a dictator any longer. So the fake news said, I'm going to be a dictator. In other words, that's where they cut it. I said, I'm going to be a dictator for one day, right? They said, I'm going to be a dictator. They cut the one day out. They cut everything out. And the headline was, Donald Trump wants to be a dictator. We've known it for years, but he's admitted it. And these are like networks. This isn't even the, you know, the fake CNN and the fake MS. DNC, because it is DNC, MS, Democrat National Committee, right? You know, they like Democratic, but it sounds worse when you say Democrat. Democratic sounds too nice. They ought to change the name if they want to be called that. But these are the these are the networks. Trump also imploring voters to get out and vote. The level, I will tell you this, the level of enthusiasm, I've never seen anything like it. But we're going to come back. And remember, if you want to save America from Crooked Joe, then get every patriot you know, get 10. You know, we say 10 for 10, but get 10 and make sure they're registered Republicans. You have to register as Republicans, get them out to vote. So the Iowa caucuses are now a week from today. And let's switch gears to this morning's Wake Up America on Newsmax. Congressman, who knows what's going to happen with impeaching Joe Biden? But it seems like finally there is an appetite 
in the House to impeach Alejandro Mayorkas. You're going to hold hearings over the next week and then maybe vote on impeachment. Take us through what that would look like. Well, look, I voted to initially impeach uh, Mayorkas. I think he's the biggest liar since Pinocchio. He has done nothing but uh, conflate the issues, gaslight the American people, and downright lie to Congress, uh, which is an impeachable offense. And so what's going to happen this week, the Homeland Security Committee, uh, led by uh, Chairman Green, is they're going to have hearings. They're going to bring Mayorkas uh, up on Capitol Hill. Uh, he's going to lie again. Uh, and those, I, I believe, who wanted this to go the right way through the committee, now we're doing it through the committee. This man needs to go. He is the dereliction of duty that he has presented to the American people uh, is, is a disservice to all Americans. And Congressman, before you go, uh, I want to ask you, the Iowa caucus just a week away, as you know, which candidate do you feel is best equipped to handle the border crisis? Well, look, border security is number one. We need security in America, border security, national security, economic security. There is no one better suited to be a true leader, to sit behind that resolute desk and be a resolute leader with the stamina and gusto that we need than President Donald J. Trump. And that's why today on Newsmax, I am officially announcing that I am endorsing Donald Trump to get back to Washington and start cleaning house now. All right. Good stuff. Congressman, thank you so much for thank joining you, us Congressman. this morning. Appreciate that. That's Missouri Congressman Mark Alford on Wake Up America. Secretary of State Antony Blinken back in the Middle East visiting Israel, Qatar and Egypt to discuss the Israel-Hamas war and participate in potential hostage release negotiations, among other things. President Biden is in the lovely town of Charleston, South Carolina today for a campaign event. Somehow I don't see South Carolina Governor Henry McMaster meeting up with him anywhere at any time for lunch or anything like that. President Biden is then headed for Dallas, Texas, where he'll pay his respects to the late Congresswoman Eddie Bernice Johnson, who passed away last week at the age of 88. Johnson, who represented the Dallas area for decades, has the distinction of being the first nurse elected to Congress. So be sure to keep up with all the news all day, every day on Newsmax, available on most major cable systems like AT&T, Cox Cable, Comcast, Xfinity, Fios, Spectrum, and many others. And be sure you're signed up for the new Newsmax Plus. Simply go to NewsmaxPlus.com. It includes all of your favorite shows and great analysis from people like Governor, uh, former Governor Mike Huckabee, former Senator Rick Santorum, Alan Dershowitz, Kerry Lake, and many others. I'm Tony Marino. Thank you so much for listening to the Newsmax Daily. The other big news on Friday, too, aside from everything we discussed, the other big news that came out on Friday is you can now listen to the Newsmax Daily podcast on the Newsmax YouTube channel. So if that's easier for you or more convenient or, you know, for some other people, you know, then uh, pass that along as well. All right. Enjoy the rest of your day and keep on fighting the good fight. News breaks every minute, every day. You need the app, the Newsmax app. Find it free on your smartphone store. Then watch us anytime, anywhere.